Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to WrestleWolf. This is our weekly news wrap. I'm your host, Dr. Damian Gibson, DMD. And let's get into this week's news. Uh, Alberto Del Rio is he's always near the top of the headlines when it comes to wrestling. Uh, he's telling people that he's going back to WWE. Um, now, this was reported by Dave Meltzer. Even Dave in the report was like, I don't think this is true. <laughs> Um, but supposedly Del Rio is going around telling people. To be fair, if any company was going to take Alberto Del Rio back on board, uh, it would be WWE. But um, now, the reason why that seems very unlikely is that, one, there isn't a huge amount of interest in him as a wrestler. Uh, even in AAA, he's not a huge draw. Um and look, there's a whole bunch of, uh, there are criminal proceedings going on with Alberto Del Rio when it comes to alleged domestic abuse. Um, and so he is essentially uh, a non-entity. So the idea of him, he he is someone who obviously needs to, just looking from the outside in, needs to solve a lot of issues in his life. And um, it doesn't look like he is. Um, so it would be more trouble than it's worth for any company to have, uh, have Del Rio involved with their company, but also like he, you know, I've heard, um, the boys on Cultaholic say this this morning, and I think it's true. He may be the most universally hated wrestler going around. There's a lot of disparaging, uh, not disparaging. There's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of wrestlers around there that will split opinions, but um, yeah, Del Rio is one of those that is just completely uh, off the charts, <clears throat> not liked. Um, someone who is the complete opposite of that is Killian Dane, uh, or as he's billed in the UK, Big Damo. Uh, thanks to Colt Alex for this news. He is uh, back wrestling in the British Indies. Um, yeah, which is good. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the the British indie scene, which up until basically um, NXT UK was really thriving. They had a really, really strong independent scene, <clears throat> which the guys at Walk Culture and Cultholic had, had a hand in. Um, but, uh, yeah, since the sort of um, the franchisation of... And the NXT brand, which uh, I don't know how much longer the original is going to be around. 
And it's weird that it's weird that NXT UK still exists in kind of a similar format to the old NXT when the American NXT has become this other thing. It, it's so forgotten about uh, NXT UK that <clears throat> it, it just doesn't register. It's just not even a thing. No one talks about it. No one does reviews on it. it, it it's um, it's just a holding station for a bunch of UK talent. Um, yeah, I, I look. I don't know as much about it as obviously guys from What Culture and and um, Cultaholic and uh, Wrestle Talk. All those guys um, obviously would know a lot more about the English scene than I do. But it it did seem that NXT UK had a huge effect on the on the indie. So if someone uh, with a name like Killian Dane is going back and, and trying to get people to shows. That's great. It just needs to to happen, especially after pandemics and lockdowns and all that kind of stuff. Um, people are going to be tentative going back to things. So if you can have a draw like that, then it definitely helps. Um, we reported on Semi Callahan having an injury over the last couple of weeks at Impact. It, it seems like it's a lot worse than initially thought. Um, there hasn't been a huge amount of talk of what the actual in injury is. Uh, ankle injury was mentioned, but um, yeah, he's not going to be back until April. So he's out for seven months. Um, so to me, that sounds like it's one of the most serious ankle injuries of all time. <clears throat> Maybe a broken ankle or something along those lines. Uh, or a knee injury. That sounds more like the kind of thing that would put you out for almost a year. Um, I mean, seven months isn't almost a year, but you know what I mean. So uh, so the the word is that he will be placed uh, on the commentary desk, um, which will be which will be interesting. I, I thought the, the people that they've got on there at the moment are pretty good. Uh, either Josh Matthews and Matt Stryker with D'Lo Brown. I know D'Lo Brown is a road agent for them, also so maybe this is just a way for him to not do as much um because they were kind of joking about how busy he is on this week's impact so maybe D'Lo brown's looking to take a step back uh but we'll keep you up to date <clears throat> as we get more information on that uh so a new wrestling promotion has uh, been announced in the last couple of weeks called wow uh, women of wrestling it's uh, the main guy i can't remember his name but what uh, one of the main dudes that was involved in glow the glorious ladies of wrestling which obviously was made into a big netflix show and all that kind of thing he is involved in this uh and this week they announced that aj lee also known as aj mendez which is her real name uh is coming back to wrestling which is great and she'll be a commentator um so that's good news, and then it's kind of heavily counterbalanced by the fact that they have signed Tessa Blanchard as essentially their franchise player. Uh, now, um, Tessa Blanchard was accused uh, by an African-American wrestler of using the N-word um, and bullying her and belittling her in the speaking out. Um, uh, you know, hashtag that, that, um, yeah, sort of, uh, appeared this time last year or maybe a bit earlier than that, uh, and has essentially been persona non grata since 
then she also i think of you know we were talking about this last week in regards to tessa blanchard um had a really uh yeah did not behave well towards the end of her time in in impact when she was the actual impact champion <laughs> so impact took a huge chance uh you know, I mean, I thought it was a really good move, and and but they took a huge chance on on putting their main belt uh, onto a female wrestler because there was going to be, I mean, not that they were correct, but there was going to be backlash and all that kind of thing, and and she just did not repay them well at all. Um, so look, um, yeah, she is another persona non grata. What we seem to see in wrestling is that there's always going to be especially in the states there's always going to be someone who is willing to put all of those issues aside if they can make money um and the thing is with uh someone like tessa blanchard in the company people are going to tune in to see her um she's her name has not really disappeared from any of the dirt sheets or YouTube channels or anything like that since she's been gone. And I can't, I don't think she's wrestled in a year and a half. Um, so I, I assume the people at, at WOW have just gone, well, you know, we'll make her a heel. <laughs> uh, I, I heard Adam Pacitti saying this morning that when you start a, a company, you kind of want to have some goodwill and not be uh, making decisions that are going to polarize people before you've even put an event on and I, I can't help but agree with that um but again we're all talking about it so they seem to be taking the adage of there's no publicity there's no such thing as bad publicity only publicity um so yeah we'll we'll see what happens there um big news coming out of uh impacts uh, all-female pay-per-view that's uh, happening today is that they've announced the inspiration aka the iconics in wwe are uh, coming to impact and that they'll be wrestling at bound for glory uh that's huge huge news and a massive get for impact and i am i mean i know the forbidden door exists but i'm amazed that aw didn't go after the Iconics, I assume they, I assume Tony didn't because there's no real women's tag team wrestling on AEW. Or maybe, maybe the inspiration looked at that and was like, well, who are we going to wrestle? <laughs> you know, if we go there, there's no one to wrestle. So, um, but that's great. The fact that they will be on television and stuff is awesome. Can't wait for that. Uh, Tony Khan announced that uh, Dark will be taped at Universal, Universal Studios again this week. So that seems to be an ongoing agreement there. Uh, and almost uh, Dark, when it's filmed there, takes on a very early NXT vibe. So again, you can see Tony Khan just saying, well, that worked. I'm not sure why they stopped doing it, but I'm going to do it. Um, you know, I'm not saying he's completely ripping off WWE. I'm just saying like, you know, he seems to as a he seems he's a he's obviously a massive fan of wrestling and i think all of us as massive fans of wrestling are at times look at stuff and go why did they stop doing that or why is you know like especially wwe there's so much stuff that they do that that doesn't make any sense and having your developmental show 
happen at the same place where it doesn't cost a huge amount of money and you can build up the same audience going week in, week out to cheer on, you know, your prospects works. We know it works. We've seen it work with NXT. So why not do the same thing with Dark? Um, yeah, makes total sense to me. And uh, the big news, which I don't... Look, I don't think this is as big a news story as everybody is making it out to be. Um, but there's been a whole bunch of developments in the last 24 hours anyway. So let, let's... Anyway. So it's baseball season in uh, in the States, which means that SmackDown this Friday coming up will not be on Fox. It'll be on FS1, which is the next... It's Fox's other channel in the in the States. If I get any of this wrong, American listeners, let me know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it means there because there was an additional half an hour of time, they're doing a supersized show. I think it's more. I think initially it was more to try and get people to tune in. You know, it's like, hey, look, we're not on the channel, but we're doing a supersized show to get you know buzz happening, and then. Out of nowhere, Tony Khan tweeted this. I saw you doing a half an hour head-to-head with us. I can't wait to finally beat your main show head-to-head. It's been a long time coming. See you next Friday for AEW Rampage on AEW on TNT. (laughs) I don't think he... There's been a couple of veiled tweets that he's made in reference to WWE, but he's never full-on attacked them. In fact, AEW's... um, attitude has always been um we're just doing our own thing whatever wwe does blah 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 blah. you know and they've held that line for two years and i don't know whether this is um you know i've been i've been thinking about this because it's like when i first saw that tweet i was like i don't think that's a good idea at all i would not be doing that if i was you and i mentioned that on yesterday's show on the rampage review show um but then, you know, the more I've sort of thought about it, it's like, well, you're going to free swing, right? Really? Because no one expects Rampage to beat SmackDown anyway. And so if they don't, then, you know, Tony can go, well, you know, I was just having some fun. But if they do, then he looks like a wrestling genius again. <laughs> you know? um, it has kind of escalated a little bit because... Uh, WWE have now announced that that half an hour that will be overlapping will be ad-free. Um, and they've announced that uh, Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks will be wrestling in a non-title match. King of the Ring semi-final between Finn Balor and Sami Zayn. Uh, Queen's Crown tournament semi-final bef- between Carmella and Selena Vega. Mm. Uh, Sonya Deville will be returning to the ring against Naomi. Uh, and Brock Lesnar's appearing. So I don't think that all of those things will happen in that half hour, but that's what's on the on the show, which is not bad. I mean, there's definitely... I, mean, I definitely would want to see Finn Balor versus Sami Zayn. Um, and I know Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks would be a draw. Sonya Deville coming back to the ring after a long time is, is a draw. Then Rampage have come out and said that we've got CM Punk versus Matt Seidel. Ruby Soho versus The Bunny, and Inner Circle versus Men of the Year, uh, and Junior Dos Santos 
and I assume that they'll put that Inner Circle Men of the Year match on against WWE, although they might put CM Punk up against WWE because he's such a huge draw. I mean, I even know just from my podcast, if I mention anything to do with CM Punk, I'm getting like an additional 10 to 12% on my listenership. So um, I just... You know, I know we do a lot. Like, we talk a lot about AEW in, in comparison to WWE. I think it's a natural thing to do because WWE have been the biggest company and still are the biggest company. And so if you're a fan of AEW or Impact or whatever, you, you will measure that against the yardstick, right? Um, I worry about a war... Between, and I know there's already been the Wednesday Night War, which you know was sort of like a cold war between WWE and AEW. Uh, I just don't think it does any... Like, I think if you start doing that, then you're playing into WWE's hands because um, you start concentrating on what they're doing and you start booking shows in relation to what they're doing. And I just think it gets in the way of you putting on the best possible product, you know? Um, I mean, ultimately, it's half an hour. I don't think it'll happen again anytime soon. So it, you know, it could be a bit of fun. People all get to rib each other on Twitter and blah 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 blah. I don't think it's as big a news story as everybody's making it out to be, but um, I will see what happens next Friday. <laughs> they're both, they're both decent shows. I mean, I, I just, um. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be watching AEW because I prefer AEW's product, but um, I could see why you would check out SmackDown as well. It just depends on what's on in that half an hour as well. I mean, if it's a 15-minute promo, then I'm not interested. But um, but yes. Anyway, I'm going to leave it there for you guys. That's all the news that's fit to print this week. Um if you're enjoying the new format of the smaller episodes, uh, you can help us out by letting your friends uh, and uh, followers know on social media. Um, you can give us reviews on things like Apple Podcasts um, or Good Pods. You can follow us on wherever you listen to your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc., etc. Uh, and that would help us out immensely. But until next time, brother dudes and dudettes, May your wrestling be good wrestling, and good night.